The middle-aged candy store. The middle-aged candy store. Have a good time. Try lemon and lime at the middle-aged candy store. The candy is sweet, it's true. Though it may seem bitter to you. Wave back at the years, the trials and the tears, the cigarettes and beers, the faces you love, the things, the things you're sorry for. Come in for a spell, there's caramel at the middle-aged candy store. Okay, Medusa here, and yes, my name is Medusa, and I am a Medusa. People look in my eyes, and then they turn to stone. And so, I just passed my first anniversary of work here, now, at this store, the middle-aged candy store. It's actually a pretty good job and all, but I just keep thinking about guys all the time. When I'm working and I can't sell any candy, it's because I like them. Guys, if they smell good. If they are nice, it's nice. If they are well-spoken, I, I just like them. And if they are smooth, I don't want stubbly hairs or bumps or scratches. Nothing. Like smooth steel. Like vinyl or sheet metal. This job makes me crazy. I had no idea so many guys like candy. They come in all the time. But it goes like this. What's your name? Medusa. Why don't you take your sunglasses off? Uh, I have an eye condition? I'm a terrible liar, and it's surprising how many don't make the connection with my name at all. I guess people aren't as up on their Greek mythology anymore. Whatever, I have zero Fs for that. But if, if I can still get a date, I make a promise to myself that I will explain it to them on the first date that they can't look into my eyes or they will turn to stone, and I keep that promise. And most of the time, that's it for dating. <sighs> There's nobody to help me with this. Nothing online, just... <laughs> what? Oh, Medusa. What's up, girl? You down again? Is it the staring into people's eyes, turning them to stone thing? Uh-huh. Okay. Why don't you just take the day, then? I'll cover you. Okay. Well, okay. Thanks, Karen. Well, here I am again. Folks, I have to finish up inventory. So why don't you check out this confection on your own? I'll be back in a bit. This story was told to me by a woman covered in bandages. She made me promise not to reveal her whereabouts or her name. For the purpose of this narrative, I will call her Helen. Helen lived alone in a cage of a house in a prison of a town. She slept in a tear-shaped bed and dreamed of bearing a child that would ease her loneliness. In her dreary kitchen, where the needles of the sun could not penetrate, Helen baked a cake and formed it into the shape of a baby. Oh, cake baby, 
You are so dear to me, she sighed. From your tiny ears to your perfect chocolate toes. Helen began to kiss Cake Baby's feet and nibbled those delectable digits right off. She continued to snack on Cake Baby's legs, torso, arms, neck, and finally, its sweet little head. When all that remained of Cake Baby were a few crumbs, Helen wept and castigated herself. What have I done? she cried. I am the worst mama ever. Then she fell on the floor in a sugar stupor. But sometime during that long, cold night, Helen awoke to her stomach cracking with pain. I am the cake baby, let me out, shouted a small, angry voice, and a sharp little fist beat against her belly. Oh dear, she thought, this is odd. Helen flung open her legs and out flew the most delightful little baby she had ever wished for. End of part one. What is the shelf life of a cake baby? Stay tuned for part two. Okay, I never wanted to be the boss that gets involved in the lives of my employees, but I hired Medusa, and I still see potential with her. I don't feel right letting her go just because she's a Gorgon. She does great pushing the high-end goodies, and she really connects with the older Greek demographic. I feel like my only option is to try to do what I am the worst in the world at, being a matchmaker. Let's see. Uh, the Baron? Uh, Candybot? Hey, Candybot! Maybe a little scheduling error could result in them spending quality time together. <laughs> Let me work this out while you try another confection. <laughs> I'll bet you never thought you could lose your Irish setter into the gaping mouth of a giant fish. Am I right? Hi, I'm Cindy Dropster, CEO of IrishSetterBalloons.com. And yes, I did lose my Irish setter when he was swallowed whole by a giant fish. Hard to believe, but in fact, the experts told me that fish was so large that it was classified as a mammal. It was a sperm whale. I vowed that day never to lose another Irish setter to the cruel appetites of the sea again. And so I developed IrishSetterBalloons.com. How it works is the setter goes in the basket and the basket goes airborne by a set of hot air balloons. One, two, three, simple. When it comes time to bring Grover down to the ground, simply pick off the balloons with a BB gun. Don't be like me and protect your Irish setter from sperm whales, sinkholes, quicksand, and any other at-grade hazards. That's irishsetterballoons.com. Tell them Cinti sent you. In our last episode, Cake Baby had escaped from Helen's crumb-filled womb. Though cute and sweet, Cake Baby made some peculiar demands upon its doting mother. For one thing, it would eat nothing but sugar and toenail clippings. Helen accepted it all without question. Soon, her own nails had been cut to the quick, and she had to resort to going door to door, requesting donations. This caused some consternation in the neighborhood. 
Another interesting trait of Cake Baby was its fascination with sharp objects. It collected pointy sticks, glass shards, and sewing needles, and tried them out on Helen. Jab, jab, jab. She bled and she cried. Oh, Cake Baby, you're such an imp! They continued in this happy vein, until one day, Helen noticed that cracks had begun to appear in Cake Baby's body. Cake Baby, you're getting stale. I will spread this lovely frosting all over your delicate limbs and keep you soft and fresh. Poor Helen did not foresee that Cake Baby would become ferociously addicted to this new treat. Helen's arms ached from whipping up batch after batch of sugary spread. Cake Baby's body became loose and heavy. Sitting in its high chair, swinging cream-covered legs, Cake Baby sang, I am the Cake Baby, and I get what I want. End of episode two. Will Cake Baby redeem itself from the depths of degradation? Probably not, but stay tuned for episode three. Thank you for listening to the Middle Aged Candy Store produced by The Gathering. Cake Baby, written by Karen Loomer and performed by Rachel Perry. Original music performed and composed by Donnie Febbleston. Balloon Dogs, written and performed by Donnie Febbleston. Original music performed and composed by Donnie Febbleston. Intro and interstitial segments, written by Donnie Febbleston and performed by Karen Loomer and Kristen Mueller Heaslip. Cover art by Amanda Madalanis. The Middle Age Candy Store is a proud member of the We're Still Cool Podcast Network. Theme music by Donnie Febbleston, performed by Donnie and Linda Febbleston. Come in for a spell.